Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast, where we are talking today probably the most popular topic on our podcast and probably dealing with the subject that we get the most questions about. Welcome to the Stronger Marriage Podcast with Trey and Lee. On this podcast, you'll hear real topics about real life. They cover everything from married sex to raising kids to loving your spouse so much that you're willing to forgive them for occasionally being the most annoying person in the world. Trey and Lee have raised four boys, been married over 30 years, and somehow still really like each other. And now, live from the metropolis of Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days. Here are your hosts for the Stronger Marriage Podcast, Trey and Lee Morgan. Hey, everybody. Childress, Texas, a place so flat you can watch your dog run away for three days. That's also, a place is so stinking hot. So hot. It's supposed to be fall, y'all. And it's I'm not yet. Okay, it's not officially yet. Not but I'm I'm ready next for week. fall. Yeah. I mean next it's September is officially fall. September fifteenth. It's supposed to be ninety-five degrees today. <laughs> uh, I, dear summer, I am breaking up with you. Uh, I do not want to be your friend anymore. Please go away. Let some fall temperatures come. Yeah, that would be nice. Hopefully you live in a place where you're getting to enjoy a little bit cooler temperatures. But I, I like I like where we live. I just really dislike how hot it gets all the time. But it's coming. It's cooling. It is cooling. It's gonna, the mornings are cool and nice, and so it's coming. It's going to happen. Yep, yeah, and evenings too. So, mm-hmm. yes, so I'm ready for some fall. Yes, so this, this topic that's so hot on the podcast and this question that we get asked or the questions we get asked about this topic so often are what is this topic uh we're talking sex mm-hmm. married sex rules yep, what can you do what can you not do and we just we just I, I think there's a couple of reasons we get asked a lot about this number one because we're willing to talk about it and a lot of a lot of christian marriage couples don't and we talk about it and so we get a lot of questions you know, and, and that's okay. We don't mind. But we get a lot of intimacy questions. And, and our most popular um, podcast episodes that we've done, you look back over them, and nearly two to one are the ones that dealt with intimacy. And I just think that it's, a, it's a, an issue. It's a, it's a fun topic for a lot of couples. It's a struggle for a lot of couples. It's a frustrating thing for a lot of couples. Uh, there's a lot of people in this world that will tell you some stuff that really isn't true. Uh, there's a lot of people just searching for what does God expect and hope and plan and uh, for my marriage and for my sex life and what is it supposed to be like and and you know we've talked about some of those but today we're going to talk about some just ten pretty good married sex rules that will just things you should do and not do sounds good i think it's important yes so kick us off let's let's just start off uh with number one would be what make it mutually satisfying mutual that's that's the word there um you know god designed sex uh for oneness uh it says right there in genesis and the two became one flesh it's for bonding it's for connection uh, it was never designed so that just one person 
you know, would get their needs met and the other person just is there. You yeah. Know? Sorry. Um, sorry about you. <laughs> yes. It's, it's a mutual thing. It, there's a purpose for it. Uh, there's a clear purpose, and that is for uh, connecting two people. Yeah. And it is, uh, as Lee said, it is to be mutually satisfying. It is, it is for pleasure. Uh, and and it, but it's for much much more than pleasure. Uh, I think that's kind of an area we've talked about in our workshops that we early in our marriage we just thought this is just for fun. And as we grew and matured and studied and learned, we found out no no no. We've learned over time, intimacy in our marriage is more than just for fun. It it connects us and it reconnects us and it it pulls us together a lot of times and. Um, your your spouse needs to you need to be communicating with your spouse about what do you like what what is good for you what do you enjoy um, what can I do to make this better mm-hmm. um, because it should be fun it should be mutually satisfying right. to both people and you know it it's it's only in marriage that you can have this type of intimacy you can be intimate with other people in other relationships uh, you know. Uh, emotionally intimate you can be spiritually intimate with other people but sexual intimacy is reserved for marriage only and so that that just gives the two of you just that extra special bond that you don't have with anybody else yeah yeah there's emotional needs out there of uh, friendship you can be friends with with people you can you can all these emotional needs you have in marriage, but only this one does God go, this is just for a husband and a wife. It's that, there's so much power uh, in intimacy, and we say that often. And so uh, rule number one, just make sure that it's, it's mutually satisfying and that you understand that it is for pleasure, but it's for much more than pleasure. It is for connecting and reconnecting as a husband and a wife. And that is very, very important that you do that uh, and understand that as you go. A second thing on the list of some married sex rules is be in your relationship a couple that strives to say yes more than you say no. And that's important. Work to say yes more than you say no. Meaning, uh, are there going to be some times where you go, man, I have got a headache or I am exhausted or whatever it is, but just strive to say yes more than you say no. And maybe when you do say no, maybe what you can say is not right now Mm -hmm. instead of no. Uh, Tomorrow would be a much better day or I am flat out exhausted. Let's let's make a date for tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. And uh, instead of saying no, maybe just say later, then there's quite not so much... Uh, uh, rejection involved in that. That's right. Yeah. It just, if you could say, you know, I would love nothing more than for you to rock my world, but I am, I just don't even think I have the energy uh, to put forth. Yeah. So, one of those yes, days. So. A rain check. A rain, a rain check. check. Yeah, yes. that's a good idea. But learn to say yes more than you say no. Uh, number three, try new things. Um, we've said this before in an episode a year ago. Married Christian sex does not mean one position, missionary position, with the lights out, with the, 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 the dark room, uh, the same way every time. Learn to try some new things. Keep, keep things, you, you'd never know what you like if you don't try something different. You'd mm-hmm. never know what works um, and what worked one time may not work the second time. And there are so many 
um, I, I guess I can say it, so many different positions you can try, different things you can try, enjoy new things with your spouse. And if you're a little uncomfortable uh, talking about those things, um, maybe read a book together uh, on intimacy uh, that would make you all discuss some stuff. Maybe texting. If you're a little uncomfortable, maybe you could text it to them. You know, here's what I was thinking we ought to try. Make sure you send that to the right person. Mm -hmm. We yes, say that often. <laughs> but, but be willing to try some new things. Um, I think that's a good thing. And that doesn't mean you can't go back to the old things, but be willing to kind of keep it spicy mm -hmm. and different. And, and no one is saying that uh, sex in your marriage should be boring or stale. But if you had the same food every meal, uh, served the same way, you might be going, all right, let's change mm -hmm. it up a little bit. Let's and try so, something new. Let's just try yeah. something new. So it doesn't hurt to try things. doesn't. We, we tend to be creatures of habit, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you like, you know, if you never try anything new, you may not know what you're missing. Um, yeah. And it may be something really great. So. And, and when we say try something new, it doesn't always have what we mean is not only, I mentioned the word positions, but it can be a different location maybe not the bedroom every time or the bed every time mm -hmm. um it can be a different time it doesn't have to be bedtime uh maybe right. y'all are morning people morning. maybe y'all have a lunch date That's right and you can have a uh some of you know that word nooner uh if you want to call it that can i say that is that legal i guess it is um, well, there's a song that talks about uh, afternoon delight. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. You, can, you can sneak off uh, to the house while the kids are at school, whatever it is, but try some new stuff. That's healthy. It is. Uh, so number four is to be sexually generous. Okay. And so I guess uh, this is just maybe an attitude that you carry throughout the day. This is a, um, you flirt with each other. You... Um, you know, you dress to please each other, you know. All I mean, those things. Yeah, I know what makes you say wow, and, and you know the things that, that I like for you to wear. And, and so... Um, and I, I love it when you, when you, you know, you put on perfume a lot of mornings, and I come in and I go, ooh, she smells great. <laughs> um, or a, a, a text message, uh, just, you know, the, the difference between roommates and soulmates is intimacy and sexual intimacy and so be sexually generous um, don't see this as a job or a chore or don't let you know anything that you need if you if you need communication and your spouse goes a uh, size really big and goes oh I guess if you need to talk let's talk you'd be frustrated with that if if you need um, um, praise and your spouse goes well let me pull out my list and give you some praise and they didn't really seem into it it'd be kind of like they were just doing a checklist and and we simply want to be people who are generous at meeting our spouse's needs whether that is communication or praise or or being sexually generous mm -hmm. and and you may be thinking well it's just not that important to me um but like we said, you know, at the very top of the of the episode, make it mutually satisfying. We we hope that you know by trying new things and by talking about what you like and don't like that it it becomes more important to you as well. Uh, if it's important to your spouse and you don't seem to have an interest, we just you know that's the goal is that it does become more interesting. Yeah, to that's both of you. Well put. Well put. Uh, number five, initiate often or initiate mutually, meaning 
um, it should be both a husband and a wife's job to equally initiate. There shouldn't be one spouse that is constantly feeling like I'm always having to beg. I'm always the one asking. And so if you can be in a marriage where you both are willing to initiate, uh, that makes things so much easier um, to, to just know that, hey, uh, I don't have to be the one that always asks. And so uh, if maybe if you can't remember the last time you initiated, then it might be your turn. But that is something that's really, really important. The, the person with the lower sex drive uh, should not be the one that never has to initiate. Um, it, it should be both meeting in the middle frequency-wise, initiating-wise. Uh, that is really, really important so that one person doesn't feel like they're begging all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, very true. Did I say that right? You said it, yes. Um, trying to think even what I can add. I, I, I think you got it. Good. Let's keep going. <laughs> Tell number six. Oh, smell nice for your spouse. You this talk about this, and, and that's in important. In our workshop, I do. Um, physical hygiene is important when it comes to sexual intimacy. Nobody wants to climb into bed with... Um, somebody that smells like a goat. Somebody that smells like... Yeah, I mean, don't bring work to bed with you if you work in an environment that, that is kind of yucky or I don't know. Well, just, you know, if you worked at a, a food place mm-hmm. and you smelled like a, um, whatever right. you served all day long or, yeah. you know, if you worked in a factory and mm-hmm. you smelled like grease or smoke. Yeah, and it can work both ways. It, so. it can. And, yes. and so Lee often says in our workshops that men specifically, we I love the smell of fresh cut grass. I love the smell of grill smoke. Um, I like the smell of, of wood, you know, just manly smells. But but Lee says oftentimes those just aren't the greatest smells to snuggle up to in bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a bigger fan of things like soap. And, yes, soap and deodorant and toothpaste and yeah. all of those things. And I and I know that, you know, even for me, like I'll, I'll go in there and I have this whole regimen of getting ready for bed, which takes forever. Yes, it does. And, you know, wash my face and I put on moisturizers and all these things. And so I'm clean. And I and the last thing I want to do is to get right up next to your face that's still oily and dirty and has all of the things from the day on it. Yep. <laughs> After I've just worked so hard to get my face nice and clean. There you go. So, yes, physical hygiene. It's important. Yeah. Smell, smell nice for your spouse. Yeah. Put on a little cologne. Put on a little perfume. Uh, if you wear like Axe body spray, uh, if your junior high son has some Axe body spray guys, very sparingly, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, don't don't go overboard. Don't be on killing that. don't be mm-hmm. killing folks with that stuff, all right? Uh, number 7, lust only after your spouse. And I like that word lust. Now, there's a lot of people that just that that word lust has a negative connotation. And let me explain what lust is. Lust is a strong desire. That's all it is, is you have a strong desire. Uh, And you can lust after, man, I can lust after, you know, supper tonight. I know we're having my favorite meal, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that's like, man, I've got a strong desire for some of that. So don't be freaked out over the word lust. That just means make your spouse the apple of your eye. Yes. Make them the king or queen of your heart. They're the one you desire. They're the one you pursue. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I, you know, don't ever let your spouse see you checking somebody else out at a restaurant or wherever you happen to be. Um, yeah, your eyes should only be for your spouse. So we're talking physically and 
mentally and visually mm-hmm. and in your heart and everything else. Yes. So yes, yeah, pursue only your spouse. Um, you shouldn't have uh, pictures on your social media of people, the, the opposite sex that you're saying, ooh, this is a good looking man or this is a pretty woman or uh, be cautious about spending time on Instagram, uh, following people that you're just there to look at. Uh, that's not a healthy thing to do. You have a desire only for your wife or your husband. Mm-hmm. Now, when we say that though, we roll right into number eight. It's kind of the opposite. Okay. Don't obsess about how you look. So while I think it's important that we continue to strive to attract our spouse, I'm going to do things that my wife says, hey, you look nice in that shirt, or uh, I like the cologne you're wearing, or things like that. Don't over-obsess how you look. For example, we are not 20-year-old people anymore. Mm -hmm. We're not, you know, we're... We're in our 50s. We'll throw that out there. We don't look the same way that we used to. But I don't want to obsess about the fact that I don't want my spouse to see me because I don't look like I did back when I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and we have to realize, you know, we're never going to look like uh, anybody on the cover of a magazine. Um, you know, we're just not. And so don't, don't compare yourself to those kinds of images and think that you have to live up to that. And don't think that your spouse expects you to live up to that. You know, um, yeah, be, be kind to yourself. And, and this really is a good point for the ladies because a lot of ladies stress over their looks, whether it's some stretch marks, a lot of, lot of ladies have had children and it's like my body just isn't what it used to be. I have, I have spit out a bunch of kids here and uh, you're thinking he doesn't want to see me and, and while you're seeing things, flaws, many of your husbands absolutely love the way you look. And, and you just flaunt it, and, and he loves it. And so don't over-obsess over things that he is not concerned with. That's right. And at the same time, uh, it's good to build each other up and it reassure is. each other that, you know, you're beautiful, you're handsome, uh, I love the way you look and you know just you can't take shots pop shots you can't mm-hmm. take verbal pop shots at your spouse's body and expect them to show it to you exactly you wondering why your spouse won't show you take off their clothes for you at nighttime or they feel like they have to turn out the light uh that may be because you've said negative things about the way they look mm-hmm. and you don't don't that's that is definitely a no-no yeah don't don't tease about eating the candy bar don't uh you know all those kinds of things yeah that's exactly be right kind to each other and build each other up we got two more uh take off on number nine number nine is flirt a lot we, we talk about we that a lot talk about flirting but it's so important it is it is it just you know, it just fits into so many aspects of marriage, um, from having fun together to, you know, dating to, to sexual intimacy. Flirting just, it's just healthy. We love, we love hearing couples that flirt and flirt together, and it never gets old. It doesn't matter if I am uh, 30 or 63, I still want you to flirt with me. Yes. All right? It just doesn't get old. It just, it sends a message that you're still interested. Yep. And uh, that's necessary. So necessary. It is. Let's knock out number 10 because this is a good one. Be naked with your spouse. Now, here's one that's really important. Now, we have talked on this episode about being naked physically, Mm -hmm. 
but we're not really talking about being naked physically here as well. How are we talking about being naked? So we're talking about uh, being uncovered in every area. Honesty, openness, is that kind of where yeah. we're going? Emotional. Yeah, emotional. We want to be emotionally, emotionally naked with naked. our spouse as well. And that connects to physical intimacy. That yes. connects to sexual intimacy. Um if you're hiding things from your spouse, it's really hard for your spouse to want to be intimate. If you're if you're not being open and honest with your spouse, uh, if you're being dishonest with your spouse, they're not going to want to be intimate with you. Uh, it, it, there's a huge connection uh, with being naked with your spouse in every way, area of your life, not just physically, but emotionally as well. We've talked about this on other podcast episodes, whether that's your your cell phone, uh, your passwords, we're, we're just not hiding anything mm-hmm. from each other. And when we can connect and be naked with one another emotionally in every area, uh, we are, we man, everything just clicks better. That's right. We, we have a whole chapter in one of our books. Yeah, 10 Ways to a Stronger this. Marriage. Uh, chapter six mm-hmm. uh, deals with let's get naked, but not that but way. But not that way. Yeah, yes. we're talking about emotional intimacy and how it connects to physical intimacy. Um, and and so I'll remind you, husbands, for a second, if you're listening to this, if you uh, go, I really would like um, things to improve sexually in my relationship with my spouse. Uh, with my wife, then then step it up emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, connect with her. Talk to her. Talking is a huge part of this. Yes. Uh, let yourself be vulnerable. Yes. You know, share your feelings. It's it. You can have feelings as a man. It's okay to yeah. have feelings and to have um, sensitive feelings. That that is a turn on to your wife when you are emotionally vulnerable and let her in. Yeah. That is part of being naked with your spouse. Mm-hmm. It is just being open in all areas of your life. These are 10 simple married sex rules that are very healthy for your marriage. And uh, maybe maybe we've touched on something that you said, whoa, I had never thought about that. Maybe you need some follow-up and you want to message us, and that is totally fine. But these are all areas that we think would bless uh, your marriage and your uh, relationship with your spouse if you'll consider working through these. And one of the best things you can do is, maybe you're listening to this by yourself, is uh, send this link uh, to this episode to your spouse and go, hey, listen to this and tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you can talk about it and they can go, hey, that was good. What would you think of number four? It brings about some discussion in your relationship and that is a healthy thing. Yes, uh, talking about about all of these things is just is just so very healthy and so necessary. Yeah. So yeah, we've heard from a couple this week that said we we listen we don't listen at the same time, but we both listen to the podcast on Wednesdays and then we talk about it on Thursdays and Excellent. talk about a great way to learn and mm-hmm. a great way to grow in your marriage. There's so many good ways to grow in your marriage out there, um, and the thing is, is you just got to do something. Yeah, be proactive. Got to be proactive. Mm-hmm. Strong marriages don't happen by accident. Uh, They take work. Mm -hmm. They take work. Thank you for joining us. And we are honored that you have come and hung out with us today. If you are in the Searcy, Arkansas area or Hoover, Alabama area, those are the next two workshops that are coming up. They're on our website, trainly.com. You can register there, find more information about it. But uh, we're excited about that. And, and if you have not heard about our cruise, we have a Stronger Marriage Workshop cruise coming up in January. 
And I'm already looking forward to that. Yeah, that's, it'll be here before we know it. It really will. It really will. Yeah. Thank you all for joining us today, and we hope to hear from you next week. Bye, guys.